Good morning and welcome to the Saturday Splash. You are listening to Rosie here on Riverside. Now, the Saturday Splash, if you are new to us, is your dose of nature here in London and across the world um, for the week. And normally, towards the end of the month, I do a little bit of a nature news roundup. But this month, the most important news I need to tell you about is that this weekend, here at the end of April, is the City Nature challenge and this is a challenge for people all across London but also it's a global thing as well so anyone can get involved to get out there and help contribute what you see plants animals snails anything at all and help scientists understand what's living in the nature bits parks gardens around us now I met up earlier in the week with Abby who is conducting part of the challenge and she told us how we can get involved so let's hear what Abby had to say this is Riverside. Okay, so I am here with Abby. Hello, Abby. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm excited to hear about your challenge because here at the Saturday Splash, we love nature and we love challenges. And it sounds like you've got the perfect thing for us. But first of all, let's, let's find out a little bit more about you. Okay, uh, so hi, um, my name is Abby um, and I work within the Community Science Programme at the Angela Marmont Centre for UK Biodiversity at the Natural History Museum. Oh wow, that's a big job title. (laughs) Yeah, it is is quite a chunky job title, um, but it's all very exciting. Um, I'm actually here on a work placement as part of um, a Master's in Sustainability um, and while I'm here I'm coordinating the City Nature Challenge for London. Okay, the City Nature Challenge for London. That sounds right up our street here on the Saturday. <laughs> it <Splash>. does. <laughs> um, so what is the City Nature Challenge? Is it is it coming up soon? It is. Um, so it's actually happening over this weekend. Um, it finishes on Monday. Um, so City Nature Challenge is what's known as a BioBlitz nature hunt. So it's a global citizen science project where basically as many people as possible in as many cities as possible from all around the world document as much nature as possible over four days. Amazing. So it's not just London, because I know that we do have some listeners on our podcast in the US and in Canada as well. It's not Mm -hmm. just a London thing, but people in London are definitely encouraged to get involved. Yes, people in London can get involved. um, But if you go to citynaturechallenge.org, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, you can find a list of all the cities and regions across the world that are getting involved. Um, This whole thing actually originated as a, a competition between uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco so chances oh. are your listeners over in the US might be able to get involved. Amazing oh that's fantastic and if somebody hasn't heard the word bio blitz before what what kind mm. of is involved in a bio blitz? So a bio blitz is just a kind of a gathering of as much data as possible um, usually to do with biodiversity um, in a very short space of time. Okay And when we are talking about data and biodiversity, our listeners might be thinking, oh, do I need, you know, do I need specialist equipment or is this something that just anyone can get involved with? It literally is. Yeah. So um, the City Nature Challenge is a citizen science or community science project. Um, So citizen science is when members of the public um, collaborate with scientists and naturalists to collect data on a large scale. Um, to inform a wider project or analysis. So City Nature Challenge is a citizen science project because it involves just regular people like you and me going out with their smartphones to observe the nature they find. 
Amazing. So I need my smartphone and then I just need to go out and have a look for nature. Yeah, that's literally it. All you need is um, your smartphone and an app called iNaturalist. So that's just the letter I, naturalist. Um, so all you need to do, you just take a photo of the nature you find using the app um, and it will come up with some recommendations of what it thinks it is using AI. Um, so whether that's an animal or an insect, uh, plants or fungus, anything, um, it will help you to identify and record any species you find. And all observations made before Monday um, will contribute towards the City Nature Challenge. So it's really easy and it's really fun as well. It's quite addictive. It's amazing that technology can literally identify these things that we're taking pictures of. Yes. <laughs> now, I yeah, it's incredible. For us here in London, when we head out there, we're not going to be seeing lions and tigers, elephants. We won't probably see that kind of nature where we are in London, but... Are the kind of things that might be of interest, you know, like plants and birds, are they the kind of things that we might expect to upload? Literally anything. Um, yeah. So this is a very much a biodiversity challenge. So, yeah, plants, um, flowers right from the grass under your feet to the trees that you see, any birds, invertebrates. Um, I'd say like a, a cool way to sort of look for them, um, not just like going for a walk as such, um, but you could like look under rocks or in hedgerows or long grass, even at like, um, like into like brick walls and things to see what's living in there. Just anything living that you can find. Do you know what? I found a really beautiful spider in my bathroom this morning. So maybe I will. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is there such thing as a beautiful spider? I'm sorry, that might be a bit controversial, but I'm a bit of an arachnophobe. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure lots of people will be like, beautiful spider? In my opinion, it was gorgeous. I'll tell you what, you're going to share some top tips with us, Abby, but for now, we're going to take a short break. This is Welcome back to the Saturday Splash, where we have just been set the City Nature Challenge, and we're still joined by Abby. Hi. Hi, Abby. He's been telling us all about it. So this is a challenge that anyone can get involved with. All we need is a smartphone and to head out there into nature. Yes, that is pretty much it. <laughs> pretty much it. Now, we're going to be speaking to um, someone called Victor later, who's going to actually be helping us, you know, on this challenge. We're going to head out into the wild and see what we can identify. But Abby, do you have any top tips for us? Um, I have a couple of top tips. Um, so my top, top, top tip um, would just be to be creative with where you're hunting for nature. Um, as I said before the break, uh, you know, don't just go for a walk and sort of, see what happens across your path like go hunting go searching for it it's a really good opportunity to actually look and see what you're sharing your neighborhood with um, which is really exciting um, and also on the natural history museum website if you search for city nature challenge there's loads of really cool resources that we've made um, just like little activities that you can do either by yourself or with your family or with friends that will help sort of structure any activity so you're not just like, you know, you're not just turning up at Hyde Park, for instance, and being like, oh, what now? Um, it, it's giving some structure, some like competitiveness um, or sort of some ideas of where you can search for nature. You're really challenging us to like look under logs and, you know, get hands dirty, be a bit more creative with it. I love oh, that. Definitely. <laughs> um, and you mentioned it's just for this weekend. So this particular challenge is spread over this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um so that is the weekend at the end of April. Um, so have you got any other sort of exciting facts or figures or any other last thoughts you'd like to share with us about the City Nature Challenge? Yeah, sure. So um, last year, 
um, over 1.25 million observations were made worldwide. Wow. Um, and that's 45,000 different species, which, as you can imagine, it's a huge contribution to biodiversity mapping across the world. Um, I mean, just for context, so uh, all the data that is gathered um, about uh, all the biodiversity that live in urban areas. So knowing what species live in cities and where they are helps us to study and protect them. Um, so documenting nature on a citywide scale and a global scale really helps us to learn about the variety of nature in our cities and also about the sustainability of the valuable ecosystems that we, we share our homes with, essentially. Um, so it's, it's really important. And um, again, I can't express how easy and fun it is to take part. It's literally just going out with your smartphone, um, using the iNaturalist app and, and seeing what you can find. And I love that. Not only does it sound quite fun a little bit, you know, the weather looks like it's going to be quite nice this weekend, you know, get out there, a bit of fresh air. But we're actually helping science by uploading these things. It's helping mm. scientists understand what animals and plants are living in cities around the world. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's fun and it's educational and it's, it's really helping like a wider scientific goal. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Abby, for joining us and letting us know. I'm actually going to be heading out very shortly for beginnings of my City Nature Challenge to see what I can find. Meeting up with a friend called Victor, who's going to be guiding us through that iNaturalist process. Um, but thank you so much, Abby. Will you share the results with us? Of course, I would love to. Um, the results will come out a week after the City Nature Challenge finishes. Amazing. OK, well, Abby, thank you so much for joining us here on the Saturday Splash. No, thank you for having me. It's been lovely and I'll probably see you out there looking for nature. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And we're going to take a short break and be back soon. This is Riverside. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash. So we've got a little bit of a scenery here. We have left the studio and we've ventured into the great outdoors. We are going to give the City Nature Challenge a go. So just before the break, we heard from Abby, who set us the City Nature Challenge here in London and also across the world to try and find and record as many different animals in plants that we can so we've sent we've we've had outside and joining me i've got a guide today a very special guide who's going to be helping me is victor hello victor hello how are you i'm very good excellent tell us a little bit more about what you do victor so i am the uh, outdoor learning program developer at the natural history museum so the museum is undergoing a big renovation of its outdoor spaces and i'm putting together the school program that will happen in the wildlife garden uh, starting next year so you are the perfect person to get outdoors and help us explore and find some things today yeah absolutely and it's a great time to be out here because it's also like a final go to see what is living in this garden this year and then when city nature challenge rolls around next year hopefully it'll all be done and we can see what's changed in terms of what's living in the garden next year perfect and people can do this challenge anywhere in london can't they so battersea park putney heath there's loads of brilliant places to just get outside and explore nature absolutely you can even do it just walking down the street and looking at things that are growing in between the sidewalk pavement cracks like you can definitely do that now abby has actually set us the challenge of being a bit more creative today getting under logs and into cracks between buildings so you're going to help me with that and we need to use something all we need is um our smartphone and an app called iNaturalist and you're you're a bit of a fan of this app i believe 
I am a fan. So I just I got into uh, really using iNaturalist actually last year's City Nature Challenge. I went out and I actually took the whole weekend and got completely addicted to using iNaturalist. Super fun. You just take photos on your phone uh, inside the app and you upload them and then suddenly people start helping you figure out what it is that you've seen and it becomes really addictive because you get all these like exciting ideas of like what kind of beetle or spider is you know living in your local park. That sounds fantastic. So I reckon we should go on a little bit of an adventure here today. We, as you said, we are in the gardens at the Natural History Museum. What do you expect we might find here? Things like frogs and toads live here. Uh, and then of course, all of the mini beasts. Fantastic. Well, people that have listened to the Saturday Splash for a little while now will know I'd be very excited to see a frog or a toad. But I reckon we should go and find our first location and we'll be back after the break. Online at riversideradio.com On your smart speaker Play Riverside Radio And now on DAB Digital Radio Welcome back to the Saturday Splash where we are outdoors. We've left the studio and we are taking part in the City Nature Challenge, which is a challenge to get out there and see what you can find in nature in London and around the world this weekend. I'm joined by Victor. Hello again. And Victor, you are going to be helping us to identify some of the things using this app you called iNaturalist. That's right. Yep. And that's you, you can find that on smartphones, anywhere anyone can download that. Does, is it free? It is free. It should be available on, well, it's available on uh, the Apple Store and it's definitely available on the Android Store, but you don't even need a phone to use it. You can also use iNaturalist uh, just from the web. So if you take pictures with a regular camera and put them on your computer, you can put them up on iNaturalist when you get home. Fantastic. Now, we didn't get very far in our adventure before I spotted something that I wanted to stop and talk about, which I believe are bluebells. Are these bluebells? These are bluebells, yeah. You can recognize them because they've got these bluey purple bell-shaped flowers. They appear at this time of year. They're a spring woodland flower. So we're in kind of the woodlandy bit of the garden. It's not a huge woodland bit though. There's maybe like five or six big trees around that are providing most of the cover. But what these spring flowers do is they, they really get going uh, in early spring before the leaves have come out on the trees. So this weekend is probably going to be one of the last weekends you have to properly see really nice bluebells out. So it's a great one to go out to anywhere where there's woods near you. Absolutely. And you say woodland, and I totally appreciate we're standing under trees right now, but listeners may have heard that there's traffic in the background. I've even seen these down where I do my shopping in Merton. There's loads of bluebells by the Sainsbury's and Aldi down there. So they are a city species as well, very much so. Oh yeah, people love them. And so they, they're planted a lot very often in gardens and things, um, but they're a beautiful flower just on their own, but also they attract a lot of different bee species. So they're a really good one to have in, a, in an urban setting. Okay, excellent. Well, let's give this a go then. We've spotted something on our City Nature Challenge. How do we record it? So you've got the iNaturalist app on your phone. So could you talk us through how we would use it? Yeah, so I'm going to uh, just open the app and then you'll see a little like green plus button and that's for adding an observation. So when you click that, you've got a few options. Uh, you can choose an image that you've taken in the past, but today we're gonna take a photo um, because we've got the flowers right in front of us. So we click on that 
brings up your phone's camera. You'll need to give it access if, if uh, your phone asks for it. Uh, and then get close to the flowers. We're gonna bend down. Now Victor's taking a picture of this, but I can see whilst Victor was on his profile on iNaturalist, there was something like 3,000 observations recorded. Were all of them yours, Victor? So that's how many that I've done in the last little while, because as I mentioned, from last year, I got totally addicted to doing it. Um, it's super fun because you just learn about everything that's around you. So just using the app, because the app has, you don't have to know what anything is. The app can identify things for, for you. And it has, it does that using photos that other people have submitted. So they've got this fancy uh, AI algorithm that learns what each species look like from the photos that people have actually submitted to the app. So you don't have to know anything about what you're looking at you just if you're curious about it you can take a picture and the app does a really good job of identifying most of the really common plant species um, around you uh, and it does pretty well with most of the animals as well with insects it gets tricky because there's more types of insect than there are basically every other type of animal put together. Um, and so the app struggles a bit with that. Okay, so a good starting place would be a plant. And Victor is just lining up the camera right now, taking a picture of one of those lovely bluebells we saw. And what's next? So the photo is, uh, is now been taken and it's gonna take you back to this screen that lets you sort of edit the observation. And the first option that you're gonna have is something to put in, what did you see? So here, if you click on it, it's going to uh, look at the photo, analyze it, and give you a suggestion for what it might be. And part of it is just based on the image, but if you've got location turned on on your phone, so your GPS on your phone turned on, which um, makes using the app much easier, so you should do that if you can. Uh, it also will tell you if the species has been seen nearby, so it makes it more likely that it's got the right answer. So with this one, it's suggested bluebells, um, and then Below that, we've got some top suggestions uh, that are a bit more specific. So it could be the English bluebell, which is Hyacinthoides non scripta, is the fancy scientific name, or it could be maybe the Spanish bluebell. Um, and we're not really sure which one it is. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pick the top one, which is bluebells. It's just a general one. So you don't actually need to know the name of them. It'll give you some suggestions. And if you're not sure, you can just sort of go with the top most generic one that you can find. Yep, just go with the top one. And if it's not right, it doesn't really matter because the fun thing with iNaturist I find is that the community helps to identify things. So if you're completely clueless, you could just not put in any ID and someone will eventually come along and say, oh, I think it's this. Or you might even say, uh, you, you could go as general as like, I know it's a plant. So you just type in that it's a plant and then that helps the botanist and the plant people on the app kind of come across your observation. I love that. It's really simple. You don't really need to know anything at all. Okay, well, we're going to upload this um, and we're going to take a break and come back for the next part of our adventure after this. This is Riverside. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash. You're listening to Rosie here on Riverside Radio, where... I have left the studio. I've been released into the wide world and we are doing, just as I said that, I see a fox cross my path in our city nature challenge. So we are outside, we have taken to the parks for this week's episode of Saturday's Flash to do the city nature challenge. Um, and this is where we get out in nature, take pictures of the different plants and animals we see and record them to help scientists understand what's living in our city here in London and across the world. I'm still joined by Victor. Hello again. And Victor, I, 
I got interrupted there by the fox that just crossed our path. Do we see many foxes out here during the middle of the day? I mean, here, yes, because it's this nice kind of park area. And I mean, it's the Natural History Museum. There's lots of visitors around all the time. And so these foxes are quite used to people. So they're out. Uh, and that was mum. And this mum fox has had five cubs this year. And they're all, they've all been doing really well. Uh, the, the male fox wanders around as well. So he he's still looks after the cubs as well. So it's quite nice to see them. That's lovely. It was perfectly timed for our city nature challenge. Now, if everyone's not lucky enough to spot a fox and we didn't quite get a picture of it, um, but we can do other things. And Abby earlier challenged us to get creative and look under things, look in things. So we found ourselves a lovely flower pot that we're going to upturn and see what might be living underneath. Yep, it's not even got anything growing in it. So I'm excited to see what is going to be under here. Who knows? Okie dokie. All right, Victor. Well, I'm going to hold on to the microphone and ask you to do the challenge of lifting up this um, flower pot. And I guess you're going to have to be quite quick to capture anything. Victor's already got the iNaturalist app open. You're clearly a pro. Yeah, so with this one, I mean, a lot of these things, they might scurry away really quickly. So if you're looking under something, my tip is to have your camera app open. Um, and so I guess that's what we'll do this time. So we'll go from the camera app and we'll, we'll look at importing a photo that you've taken uh, just on your phone normally. Okay, cool. So Victor's got the um, camera app open on his phone and he's just about to unveil the hidden world beneath this flower pot. <gasps> there's, there's some crawling, there's some wriggling. Victor's in there, what a professional, getting loads of snaps. There's something shiny with lots of legs running around. Well, what will Victor Ooh. and I find underneath the flower pot? Or will be revealed after this this is riverside welcome back you're listening to the saturday splash and before the break me and victor were out in the wild having a look under a flower pot to take part in the city nature challenge let's head back and hear what we found okay cool so victor's got the um camera app open on his phone and he's just about to unveil the hidden world beneath this flower pot <gasps> there's there's some crawling there's some wriggling victor's in there what a professional getting loads of snaps there's something shiny with lots of legs running around Ooh, we've got wood lice we've got some wood lice and a tiny land prawn. A land prawn? Yeah. Wow, okay, I would like to talk more about the land prawn. I've never heard of them before. I am a nature nerd and I perhaps should have heard of them. So you've got your picture of, let's focus on the land prawn there. Um, talk us through what you're gonna to do to it next to upload it for the city nature challenge. All right, so we've got a photo of this uh, this creature. It's also called the land hopper because when they're um, when you first see them, they're one of the quick ones. So they'll start hopping around. There's these little shiny things, and if you do manage to catch one, put it in a little container, yogurt pot, Tupperware, um, you'll see that it does look like a tiny, tiny prawn, uh, and that's because that's what they are. They're the land cousin of prawns. Um, so we're back in the iNatural step. I'm going to click that green uh, plus button again to add an observation. This time I'm going to choose choose image and that's going to open up my photo library. I'm going to then click the image that I want and if you click and hold you can upload more than one photo at a time. Um, so if it's the same animal and you've got you know shots of it from different angles you can upload them all at the same time. Um, so I've just cropped the photo down because the shrimp was really tiny and now we're gonna go back into edit observation 
click on the what did you see suggestions and we'll see what it thinks of because it's just this little brown shiny thing yeah and you know someone might not have any idea like i would never have known that that was a land prawn so it gives you some suggestions it has and this time well, I know that none of these are the right answer for what this is. So the suggestions it's giving you are brown centipede, two-spotted water slater, and a Baltic isopod. Wow, okay, yep, it doesn't, and I'm looking at the pictures of those things, it doesn't seem to match the pictures, so it's quite easy to see that it's not any of those things mm -hmm. based on the pictures we can see on your screen. So, so we're going to click on species search, and it's going to give me an option to enter the species name, and I don't actually know the species name of this. So I could put in land hoppers, but this time I'm just going to go super general. Well, I can put in land hoppers and we'll see. Land hoppers. And then it comes up with sand hoppers and land hoppers, the big whole group together. I'm just going to select that and then click on select. And then that's it. I can click the uh, green checkmark button to say done. Now, what would someone do if they really had absolutely no idea what something was? You can just leave it blank and just submit just a blank photo and it'll be unknown. Or you can say, I know it's an animal. So you just type in animal, click on select that, and then off you go. That sounds fantastic. So we've, we've had a good challenge here. We've, we've seen some bluebells. We found a land prawn. I had absolutely no idea what existed. And now what's going to happen with these? We will do our uploads for, through the challenge throughout this weekend. And then what? So all of those, uh, for this challenge, they're all collected into observation scene within London. And I'm keen that we get more people involved this year because last year London came in third behind Bristol and Brighton. And there's no reason why London shouldn't be at least second. I've heard that there's no winning against Bristol which, I mean, they like doubled us for last year, but we can definitely beat Brighton. Yeah, I like this competitive spirit. Like, come on, Southwest London, get out there, get on iNaturalist on your phone, get some images, let's get London at least in second place. Exactly, plants, animals, anything. Just get snapping away. Well, Victor, thank you so much for taking us on this adventure today. Will you, will you come back and join us again on the Saturday Splash? Yeah, I'd love to. It's been really great. Um, and Victor, um, one more thing I just want to check with you, because you have your own podcast as well. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the podcast is called Knowing Nature. It's about environmental education, but we veer off into other directions a little bit. So we do some film club episodes where we watch movies and talk about the environmental uh, messages that are inside that movie, what the movie gets right or wrong about species like sharks. So Rosie, you were on one about the Meg, and we talked about how sharks are really misunderstood animals in large part because of movies. Um, yeah, so we, we cover lots of different topics on the podcast, uh, geared a bit more to adults and educators, but still about nature and the environment. That sounds perfect. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Saturday Splash today. We're going to take another break and be back after this. You're on Riverside. So if you did want to get involved with the City Nature Challenge, that is running over this weekend. Um, but... If you're listening back to this or you're a little bit late, um, you can still use that app, iNaturalist, and upload anything you find. Um, and scientists will be very, very, very happy and eager to see that. Now, we're, we're out of time here on the Saturday Splash, but we are going to be joined by the Riversiders at 11 o'clock. They're just entering the studio. Hello. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, yep. What's coming up on the show today? Basically, we've got a whole load of things to talk about. We're going to talk about the Buckingham Palace Platinum Jubilee. Is it Platinum, Platinum Jubilee? Platinum yeah, Jubilee yeah, thing. Yeah. Then we're going to talk about uh, films and movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we've got a quiz coming up later on on jazz because it's International Jazz Day. International Jazz Day. Okay, well, I will be tuning in and we'll see you next week on the Saturday Splash.